1: And Bryce Gibbs.
2: I'm better than that. Welcome back. Who would have thought? Went to the news early. 758 on Wednesday, December 7. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs. Brought to you by Tire Power, the buying power, puts the power in your lane. And Morn Team, everybody's talking about Mourn Team. We love them. The Premier, moments away. The, the Premier is one that we can't just go. Do, 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 do. And dial up, is it? He, he needs to call us. He's, he's a bit like Margaret is to SEN in, we don't call her, she calls us. But oh no, well that's right, they swapped it around. And you're up and about, you're really looking forward to this interview. I am, because he's done, regardless of your political perspective, he's done no wrong in regards to, to what, we're, what we want in the state. We're getting it all. The Live Golf Negotiations, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Adelaide 500, the road repairs. If you've got any questions for the Premier, 0427-154-166. What I might even do, I'm going to jump the gun here too. We're giving away two Signet Power Banks so that we've got time for Alex Carey at the end. Now, you 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 want your man Ald to get one. I think he deserves one. Yeah, he came in for, right. So, <laughs>
1: And he sent, a, he sent a couple in today, so... Um...
2: So Aldi, Signet Power Bank for you, and then Lockie... Lockie chimed in with a couple of good ones. Lock did. He was talking about 110% going to the test mat. So, Lockie, you get a Signet Power Bank to the value of 59.95. So, Aldi and Lock, you've got that back there. Jace, I'll be coming your way. And we love the Signet Power Banks. Absolutely love them. Alex Carey, don't forget, around about 8.15 to join us as well. um, Here on SENSA Summer Breakfast. Are you going to the cricket? Are you going to the cricket? That's oh, you. There's nobody else I'm talking about here. I thought
1: you were putting it out to uh, to the listeners. No. Uh, uh, yes, I'm I'm going to the cricket.
2: Tomorrow? I'm going tomorrow. I won't be
1: going tomorrow, no. It'll either be Friday or Saturday at this stage.
2: Friday or Saturday. I'm yep. I'm I'm jumping away for the weekend. A little quiet one. You know, next Monday I've got I'm gonna roll brekkie here and then I've just been called up for a little fill in Essie and track shift. So I've got I've got the breakfast into the twelve till six shift. On Monday. That's a big
1: day. What time will you finish? Six. Oh, six. You just said that. So we go
2: six till eight thirty, and then, and then eleven fifty-five till six.
1: Will you need a little nap in between?
2: I don't know whether or not to have a nap or not, or whether just to see how long I can hold on on national radio. How long I can? Sometimes you start to fade, and that's half the battle of it because you start talking a bit funny and. Your speech goes a little bit.
1: Actually, speaking at SEN Track, uh, while we wait for the Premier to get on the phone, uh, you do pretty well, usually on a Wednesday. You got anything for the listeners out there today?
2: We're racing at Balaclava today, if you want to go up to Balaclava. um, They can be notoriously tough little meetings, Balaclava. Race number five, there's a horse there called Lope de Wolf at $2.15. In race number five, I think that'll go very, very close. Lope de Wolf, Race 5 number 2. Lope de Wolf will be the one I think might go reasonably well there. Race 5 number 2. Racing at Sandown as well today and um, I think I'm going to go probably to race 5 number 1 again. Hard to cross. I think this will be hard to beat. Hard to cross. So race 5 number 1 for Paddy Payne and Dean Yendil at Sandown and race 5 number 2 at Balaclava. But I've had to look to try and find just the best bets. I haven't done the full amount of form, as you can imagine. I didn't think we'd get to this point. We're in the we're in the holding pattern. Just pen- we are just pending. Pending. We're in the holding pattern and pending. Uh, before, yeah, before. Well, Malley's going to ring any minute, Mister Peter Malinowskis, of course. Um, I want to play the final ball. We didn't actually get to the audio before of the final ball of the Australia v West Indies, the nineteen ninety three game. But but I I love hearing the old-school commentary about this. This is the final ball of the 93 Test match, which is the 30th anniversary at the moment.
1: Oh, he's tried to avoid it. It's hit the bat, then he's gone. And that Test match has been won by one run. I can't believe it. The
0: West Indians are delighted. Craig McDermott is so disappointed. The Australian dressing
2: room will be decimated, but you can bet the West Indian dressing room will be absolutely jumping jumping, he turned McDermott. The ball went past his, well, nearly past his Scott hit the back of the bat and got caught behind. And, well, the fans have spoken in regards to the um, Twitter poll we had up too. Adelaide cricket fans, are you a fan of the day-night test or would you like to see the return of the red ball at Adelaide Oval? 66 say the pink ball and 34% say the red ball. As I see the phone line light up, that's where we get half excited. That's where we get half excited. That's three or four minutes of the best padding you'll ever see on radio, Bryce.
1: I think it was a false alarm, though, too, Milo. So uh, we need to keep padding. Is it a false alarm? I think it was a false alarm. Have I jumped the gun here?
2: Maybe it's the wrong key. (laughs) We'll wait for him. Um, uh, I want to keep an eye on this Australian All Schools Track and Field Championship, too, starting on Friday. Starting on Friday, because the kids in town, they always nearly break a record. Uh, Speaking of which, it's just past eight o'clock. And we go straight to the top of the tree. And a man that is doing no wrong in leading the state here at the moment. He is the Premier of the state. We called it Keeper Day. We've had Ian Healyon. He's a gunkeeper. We've had Alex Carey coming up after this. He's a gunkeeper. And this fella's the keeper of the realm. He's the Premier, Mr Peter Balanowskis. He joins us. Good morning, Mr Premier. Good morning, gents. How are you, both? Oh We're well. Hey, uh... Mr. Premier, do we call you Premier or Mallee seem to be a coin term? Is are you okay with Mallee? A <laughs>
0: Mallee is absolutely fine. That's what uh, everyone that knows me calls me. So, but Pete's fine as well. but I'm utterly, utterly relaxed about it. And yeah, no, it's a good time to be in South Australia at the moment. And I think we're all looking forward to a, a good good time this summer. And, and that's something started on the weekend.
2: It certainly is. There's not one person uh, that is unhappy with how you're attacking it at the moment. The Adelaide Five Hundred. You promised to bring it back, you brought it back, you had six months to deliver it, you've delivered it, you brought in another 260,000 people into the state, Shane Van Gisbergen, he shags the road, absolutely ruined it, we don't worry about that sort of repair, <laughs> but may you must be over the moon with the turnout for that. Uh, do you know what, I,
0: my overwhelming emotion is probably relief, because we, we took a bit of a risk, it was going to be, it was always going to be hard, I when we made the commitment that we'd not just bring the race back, we bring it back this year and we try and make it bigger and better, We're out on a limb. And, uh, you know, within days after the election, I, I put together a, a small leadership team that was going to oversee th- see this exercise. And I'm just so grateful to them and proud of all the people that put the work in. Uh, and it is a lot of work. Um, separately, you know, separately and individually across the whole set up and pack down and then all the people that are working across the four days, there were 2, 000, over 2,000 people inducted into the site. So, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of effort that goes on behind the scenes, but it paid off. And like I said, I was, so my, my principal emotion um, was relief. And I mean, I've said this a few times, but I, I'm not really a, a petrolhead, but um, I could just see so much joy that everyone else was, who is a petrol petrolhead um, got from the weekend, and, and that's good for the state, and, and it was certainly good for the economy.
1: Speaking of the economy, uh, Mallie, uh, can you measure it? Uh, in some sort of way, like, and and what what yeah. will it will it bring? In, like, what does an event like the Adelaide Five Hundred bring into this state economically? Because I can imagine it'd be quite significant.
0: Yeah, it is significant. So it was um, in its most recent year that was held before on the weekend. It was forty five million dollars worth of economic activity. So we we will get a, an equivalent figure of that in a few weeks' time. Um, once they do all the wash up and. We get a sense of exactly how full hotel rooms were and, and the like, but anecdotally, there wasn't a restaurant that wasn't packed. In fact, the, the challenge was speaking to restaurateurs is that they just couldn't find the staff to be able to manage their being booked out. That was their that's you know challenge for the weekend. Um, but you know, and similarly with hotel rooms, uh, com, you know, accommodation service providers, hotels and bars, they're all pretty wrapped. But the one thing that we can measure instantly is ticket sale and corporate sale revenue. And that was up over 60% on the last time we held the race, over 60% up. So, And a lot of that came from national corporates coming over for the event, which is a pretty good sign. So uh, that being the case, uh, I think it certainly uh, sets us up well for next year. And and you're right about Shane's performance there at the end. There wasn't a a national TV uh, sport coverage on the news that didn't um, cover that burnout at the end. And I was watching that happening and thinking to myself, well, this sorts out ticket sales for next year. So (laughs) um, uh, uh, small price to pay. Uh,
2: Let's talk about uh, other stuff that you've been busy with. And that would be the live golf. Uh, This is enormous. The ticket sales for this are flying. The negotiations, no doubt um, were, were pretty tough, um, but it was pretty sharply done. Now, Greg Norman has brought it back to South Australia. This could be one of the biggest things to happen to the state in many, many years. So I
0: I appreciate that not everyone's a golf fan, but for the people that are, they understand exactly how big a deal it is to have Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Koepka, Cam Smith, um, Phil Mickelson. I mean, these are Dustin Johnson. I mean, the biggest names in world golf are all coming to Adelaide. We haven't seen this calibre of golfing tournament in Australia in 40 years.
2: I mean, it hasn't happened in
0: my lifetime to have these names all come into our country and they're coming to Adelaide. Uh, and, you know, this, I mean, the fact that they sold, you know, sold 40,000 tickets in the space of a few days was a pretty good sign. And uh, again, it, when it, the accommodation providers told us that within days of that announcement, they were already starting to receive forward booking. So, yeah, uh, we it's going to be a big year next next year, particularly April, and and certainly the golf is is a p- component of it.
2: Let's touch on April now. Uh, Magic Round Festival of Football, whatever you call it. The rumours going around now. On look, we we're going to th- you nearly drop live golf on us. You nearly drop live golf on us. Can you tell us where the other game is going to be? Is it Mount Barker? And if you remain <laughs> silent, we'll just assume it's Mount Barker. We'll just say, yeah, okay, we've broken it here first. So <laughs> you don't, you don't well, have to say, well, but we'd love you to tell us well, where uh, it's going to be. Look,
0: I, I can't rule anything or rule anything out. Look, we're putting... As, um, look, I'll be honest about it. We're putting as much pressure on the AFL as we can to make sure that we take games outside of Metropolitan Adelaide. And we want to be able to showcase tourism... Uh, tourist reasons and we understand it needs to be relatively close to Adelaide and the airfield has got reasons for that but they've got very strict requirements in terms of the grounds themselves and the the, the, the size of the ground, um, the, the quality of the surface. Um, I appreciate it's not amateur league footy uh, that you know and I do wonder sometimes whether or not we've got a bit too soft over the years but nonetheless they've got it's a professional game and They've got standards they've got to meet, and they've been doing a pretty broad assessment around the state of various places we can go outside of Metro Adelaide. And we keep that pressure on, and we look forward to the AFL announcing the draw in due course.
1: Uh, now, Premier, we're not far away from the first ball bowl, bowl being bowled at uh, the Adelaide Test. Uh, you know, we know you're a busy man, but uh, will you be heading along at any stage for a look uh, this year?
0: I hope on the weekend. Um, I've got a bit going on though at the moment. (laughs) Just a little. Yeah, the the flood situation is something that we really are monitoring on basically on an hourly basis now. So um, that's got my my focus. I I love the cricket, I love the test. I've been a member of the SACA. Well, in fact, I'll tell you a little story. My dad, um, I was born at Calvary Hospital and when I was asleep and mum was asleep, uh, dad walked down to Adelaide Oval and, and put me on the waiting list the day I was born. So. So I've been a member of the SACA since, since, since a little kid, and it's a bit of a ritual going
2: down to the cricket. But
0: if I get the chance, I will. But it would only be if everything appears to be under control in other parts of the state.
2: Melly, I need a spare if you want me to flick your members over, um, just maybe for three or four days if, you, <laughs> if you're not using it.
0: No, look, if I'll, I'll let you know. I, this my, I didn't get the transferable. I didn't get the transferable this year because my, my wife says she's not up for it this year. So. I'll let you know. I'll let you know.
2: Uh, You're doing a hell of a job. Uh, Many uh, sports fans, but I I think just the general public are really happy with the state doing things, hosting things, aren't they, Gibbsy?
1: He certainly is. And just one more going back to the Adelaide 500. uh, Not a bad little get from the entertainment point of view, Mr Robbie Williams.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, look, I mean, we've got to make sure it's uh – a festival. It's more than just the car race. It's a bit of a, an event, and we want families to be able to enjoy it. We want it to be accessible for people in terms of ticket prices, and we, we we went we actually took the ticket prices back to back a decade, and now we've locked it in until the thirty first of December. So, the motorsport fans jump on board. But I'll give you this quick little plug for the state. We had the Harvest Rock Festival. That sold out more hotel rooms than we had ever before. Then we had the LA 500. Now we've got the Test, which is still the best Test to go to in the country, by you. Then we've got Christmas. Then we'll go straight into the Tour Down Under. We come out of the Tour Down Under, go into the Fringe, which we've invested more money into, and we're aiming to, to crack a million ticket sales this year at the Fringe. Then we go into the, the Festival, um, which is still the best high-end um, arts festival in the country. Come out of that into WOMAD. Come out of WOMAD and go into the... the the Magic Round or whatever its new name will be, and then we go straight into Live Golf. Now, the rest of the country is talking about this, and I kid you not, because I invite you to think about it this way. Name me a new event Sydney or Melbourne have have captured in the last two or three years. And you can't think of one. They're all happening here and I think we should be proud of
2: that. I think you should be very proud of what you've done and I'm even more proud that you came on our show and confirmed that the other game's going to be at Mount Barker. We really appreciate it. <laughs> no, I did Hey, Mr Premier, thank you very much for your time this morning. I uh, understand you're busy with the flood crisis and thoughts with everyone up there at the moment at Manham and even at Renmark further up the river. Thanks so much for your time, mate. You're doing a great job.
0: Thanks a lot. Appreciate your support. Thank you.
2: Peter Malinowska said he's the hell of a job. And while the floods are on too, I'm glad, he, I'm glad he's got his mind on that because it's pretty tough for a few out there. Desperately got to go to a break. Alex Carey on the other side. We continue the keepers. The keepers keep coming. We'll be back right on the other side of this.